Welcome to You, Me, and Mike. I'm Jen Todrick, otherwise known as the Rambling Redhead on Instagram and the host and designer of No DeMoreno on HGTV. And I'm Mike. And I'm also known as Mike. And he's Mike. Applause. Anyone? <laughs> Applause. Okay. Well, that sounds really important. It's not as important as the third person in this equation, which is you. We love sharing our life with all of you on Instagram and HGTV, but here we get to dive deeper into topics that you suggest. Answer questions you submitted. And share stories that impact us all. Welcome back to the podcast. It's podcast day. It's podcast day. Or evening. <laughs> it is the day. Actually, it's the day after Halloween. It is. All Saints Day. Did you know that was this was called? No. Yeah. But Mike is right. It's the evening time. So we usually record on Tuesdays during the day while everyone's at school because Viv goes two days a week and Tuesdays is one of her days, right? So we have daytime. That's right. But today was a big day. We just had <laughs> stuff behind the scenes well, that we were doing for the brewery, just yeah. business stuff that took up our time. So here we are we, at our guest well, bedroom. We legitimately night. started and then got interrupted. So this yeah. is like take two of a of a really broken earlier attempt. So yeah, let's yeah. roll. Let's do yeah. this. I kind of like holidays. I kind of like nighttime. Nighttime because I don't know. It's just us. The kids are in bed. I'm not too tired. I don't know. Sometimes when we wake up and hit the ground running podcasting, yeah. it's like I haven't woken up yet. I don't know. I like this. It's good. Yeah. Chilling in the guest Did you hear what I just said? What did you say? I said happy holidays. Is that too soon? Not for some people, Mike. <laughs> it's November 1st. You it know? is. Okay. You always say stuff's a hot topic. That's not this actually one. a hot topic. This is a hot I topic. I know where you're going with this. So. This is super hot. This is a this, super hot topic. This People have gotten divorced over this. <laughs> I don't know. I think that might be dramatic. <laughs> But whether or not Christmas decorations go up November 1st or if you wait till after Thanksgiving, I yeah. mean, people get offended yeah. if you put your decorations up before Thanksgiving. As you guys know, if you've been following me on Instagram, I do decorate. I usually am not a November 1st-er because I'm tired from Halloween. Like I didn't do it today, but it's definitely happening this week. I'm a first week of November and that's simply because it takes a lot of time to put things up and I want to enjoy it longer than two weeks and then turn around and put yeah. it back up. It's way too much work. But you're not like an all at once. It's sort of you do the trees and right. then next week we do a little bit more and then we eventually get the village up or we don't, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not a, you don't crush it all in one day. And I probably should. That's kind of poor of me <laughs> to just like do a little bit every day. Like I just need to bust it out. It's just... I don't like doing it all at once, to be totally honest. I'd rather like, you know, do some stories and still like work and do fun stuff and then throw a tree up. But there are some people that literally bust. You would die, Mike. Mike gets all flustered if everything comes out onto the garage floor. <laughs> Mike, you should see. Go I on did Instagram. a great job. I organized like crazy this year. This seems so much easier this year. You did amazing. But there are people who literally drag all their stuff out to the middle of their house and then that's how they do it. So they have to do it because everything's drug out in the yeah. middle. We do we just live around the boxes. We'd make Christmas dinner on the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> They're tubs, Mike. Sorry, on the tubs. tubs. That's right. That's right. Or the bags. Speaking of trees, did you order the new tree? I did order the new tree. Okay. We have a new tree coming for the living room because I've said for the past four years, I complain about it every year about how it takes us forever to string the dang lights on the tree and then always one of one them are out. out. So then we have remember, to go to the store. Then we have to go to the store on foot you remember and buy more, more two, new lights. Do you remember two years ago? 
I think it was two years ago. You put the different color light in the middle of it and you didn't know it. And it was like two different color. Like one was the bright white and one was, was the soft white. So <laughs> it was like one strand. And for some reason that year, I didn't turn the lights on until after I decorated. That's right. That's exactly. So, which is not smart. And I, so I was no way I was undecorating my tree. So we have a, a tree in our entry that I love. It's like this flocked, beautiful tree and it's pre-lit. That one's pretty. And you li- it literally takes like seven minutes. You it's just, the easiest boop, tree in the world. Boop, boop, and then you plug it in and it's done. And I, I don't have to decorate it for a while if I don't want to because it's beautiful with just the lights. I remember as a kid, trees taking like an hour to set up because they would, you had to hook them in and they would like assault you. You would have physical wounds from it's your- why you wear the rubber And they gloves. were literally made of plastic. So the, like back yeah. in the day, the trees now, they, the, I don't know, I mean- more power to you if you get a real tree. That's like that's work. That's effort, and I commend you yeah, for for they're that. They're beautiful. We don't do that. Yeah, they smell great, but mm-hmm. we just spray ours with Lysol, and it smells whatever. <laughs> I actually buy the little hangy doodads it does, it does that smell, smell good. good. And remember, they were pretty pretty good. They were pretty strong yeah. at Target. It's a lot of good traditions. Target. This is about the holiday. You want to talk about the holidays? Yes. So, <laughs> the point of this whole episode that I have not shared with anyone yet. The whole point of this episode is I got a lot of requests in the question box to talk about stress around the holidays right. and basically um, talk about our stress and how we manage it. It's and I thought that was a really great one. We have <laughs> Whatever. None. I thought that was a really <laughs> great one because the holidays can be super stressful. If you don't know what I do, I host Christmas starting December 23rd. Um, my family comes over. My parents start. They're the first ones here. And I host anywhere from 18 to 25 people for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Um, so it's a lot of people. And I really got stressed in the earliest years. And I finally said, no, I'm putting some things in place. I'm going to enjoy this day with my kids and my family. And this is what I do to manage stress. A lot of different things. So we'll get into that later on in the episode, but, but that's what we're going to yeah, end. Cause it's not just Christmas. It's a whole season. Yeah. Like, like even literally as of yesterday, sometimes people do huge Halloweens and then there's, yep. you know, Thanksgiving celebrations. And then there's, you know, the, you know, the Festivus celebrations. Festivus? And the- Festivus what? I don't know. Isn't that isn't that the fate made made up one from Seinfeld with the pole? I think it's called. I've Festivus. never seen Seinfeld. Oh, there's some, some made up holiday that they made it. It was. Oh, I, think, really? I think it was called Festivus. I think so. It's still no people idea. actually like goof around with it. It's like they had this metal pole. I, I oh, and I was weird. when I was in college. I didn't watch much TV. Weirdly, well, we couldn't at West Point, but I the time I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It's different now, I guess. But so that's when Seinfeld was huge, and yeah. I just didn't really watch it. I think that's what it was. Interesting. So well, yeah, Mark. Yeah, I can get a fact checker out there. Can you fact check me on this? Check Mike. Put, put it in the comments <laughs> along Christmas. with a five star review. But then Christmas and then New Year's. I mean, it's like so condensed. It's like so much. Well, it's crazy. And the, and the difference is, is like Halloween is like one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Christmas is freaking you don't really too celebrate much. Halloween. It's just kind of fun. It's just fun. It's like a one day of fun. We had fun yesterday. We had a lot of fun, but Christmas is like a two-month endeavor That's sometimes. True. Like I start, like you said, the first week of November, and it doesn't end until after Christmas. All right. Well, and so I think it'd be fun. Let's start on a high, uh, like a light, fluffy note, and let's yeah. talk about, I think it'd be fun if we went through kind of things that we remember of our childhood, like our traditions, and then we can get into what we do with our family yeah. now. Can I ask you real quick one question before that? No. Okay, we're podcast yeah. over. Ask. <laughs> yes, ask. And cue music. Yeah. <laughs> no, the... Um, what was the the results of the poll you had on uh november 1st or post thanksgiving what was crazy it was a house divided oh really it was literally i think 48 percent november 1st right and then what's left 52 52 (laughs) percent is that math is that right 52% 52% well said not until after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I was actually 
shocked by that because yeah. I really thought way more people did it early in November, way more than after Thanksgiving. Then, but it was really a house divided, 50-50. It was crazy. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. I would never want to wait until after Christmas you know, I think or after Thanksgiving. So going back to where you're we're talking about like childhood. I think a lot of it probably comes from your childhood. And, and my gut tells me the older you are, like in my forties, like I would not decorate until after Thanksgiving. Cause that's how I grew up. It was a, I was going to ask know, you, Sue, what did yeah. Sue do? Yo, it was a, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, <clears throat> excuse me. Black Friday was a, we would go shopping. I do remember that because we'd have the, the, the magazine. I remember, like, we go to the mall in the morning sometimes, but then it was always that was a day my malls. mom decorated the malls. mall, right? Literally That's crazy. I miss mall. malls. I do. Southridge in Greenfield, Wisconsin. The people out shout there know out. it. Yeah, shout out to Greenfield. We are shocked that the mall is still alive. It's still, it's still we kicking. keep thinking they it's a, gonna die. Got a bowling alley in it now. It's, it's like no stores, but like a bunch of it. <laughs> everything's <laughs> closed inside. But they got a pretty cool bowling alley in a mall. Anyway, this isn't a shout out to. Southridge, but anyway, yeah. it was, we actually had fun when we went last time. Um, but she started the day after Thanksgiving, and it was a hard, nothing before. It was Thanksgiving and then Christmas season. And then I remember the Carpenters would always be playing on a record player. Oh, Carpenters, oh, my yeah. dad loved them. Yeah, that was totally. that was the album. And then eventually, I remember a little bit older, like middle school, maybe early high school, or no, middle school, must have been middle school, Mannheim Steamroller. Yep, Ooh. 100%. That was a childhood staple yeah, for man. me. That's when it got hardcore. That was like, that was yeah. hardcore. It's almost, it's like pre-metal Christmas. I mean, yeah. I would jam to that. No, it was before trap Christmas. <laughs> you know how I played the trap <laughs> yes. Christmas on Instagram? <laughs> but, but. You're a mean so, one, Mr. Drink. And then it's like, <laughs> like yeah. techno. And I think a lot of it is, is, is going into like the analog youth and, and, and just bear with me one second. I'm going to walk through this a second. My childhood... Are you telling me it's about to get long and lengthy? It's not necessarily getting long and lengthy, but okay. I just want to explain the psychology of it, and I think there's something to this. Okay. My childhood was built off of like four channels, four, six, eight, 12, and 24, whatever that is, like five channels, right? That was the Like on only, the TV? That was on the TV, okay. right? And there was... You could technically record, I guess. We had a VHS player, but it was still like Blackbuster and all that. That was big, but... You didn't watch movies at any given time. It was your okay. life revolved around the schedules of what was out there and the consumerism, what was put out there. So I remember the Great Pumpkin from okay. Charlie Brown. Like yes. a lot of Charlie Brown memories. Great Pumpkin was a big deal. And then the Thanksgiving one because yes. like primetime cartoons. I mean, that's huge. Your life was huge. Like you had you had the Cartoon Network. I had everything. Cheater. I had everything. Yeah. Like everything you're saying, it's like I had still like dish. Like I had yeah. I no, could watch anything. I no, wanted. no, no. This was like Thursday night, 7 p.m. And you'd be like ready the whole day. Every kid at school would be talking about this, like Charlie Brown's on tonight. And then, and then like <laughs> this, like, the, and you didn't like it. It's not like you really liked but it, it was that something much. To watch. But you could watch cartoons yeah. at prime time. I mean, that was huge. And then the Christmas one. So all these like seasons were like compartmentalized on that. So that I makes think, sense. I think a it lot of it's, it just, it it's separated yeah. it, but it didn't blend over. And now it's like Christmas before Halloween, like you did, you crazy lady three years ago. <laughs> no. I mean, you're a lunatic. Well, that's because I had a magazine shoot. <laughs> I remember you decorated. I thought that was a, it, it was, was a crazy. Strange, it was crazy. Okay, so there's a story there. We had a magazine shoot, and it was for the Christmas edition. So they asked me for my home to be decorated for Christmas, and so I had my my home decorated for Christmas before freaking Halloween. Like yeah. my neighbors are probably looking in, being like, "This lady's psycho." It wasn't a Halloween tree. It was literally decked out in Christmas, like it was red full and full on Christmas. Yeah, but there there was a reason for that. We have pictures of us in Halloween costumes normal. in front of the tree. 
That's not normal. <laughs> like that, I've never, I only did that that one year because of that magazine. I, like I said, I'm slowly into the beginning of November. Again, it's November yeah. 1st and I haven't done a thing. So I'm not like, you know, that person that's in, some people are like November one, you, done. Like Jen, instant. The day before Halloween, you told me to take down the Christmas ornament stuff. And I said, no. I know. Well, because I wanted it to be ready for me when right. I wanted, I wanted it in See, my face. I, you're welcome. To, like, you're me. welcome for like helping like. No, I wish you would have. <laughs> You jerk. You're welcome to I me. I'm you saying you're welcome to myself. Okay. I want to take a moment really quick to talk about our sponsor of this podcast, which is Seed. Seed Symbiotic. I have been talking about that multiple times over on Instagram. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it. It is a game changer. It is a probiotic and a prebiotic. I first got into it when I was looking into why I have acne problems. And I learned so much about gut health affects your face and acne. And so that's when I dived into it. But why I keep taking it is because I don't have any bloating anymore. And then my cramps are minimal to non-existent whenever I'm taking it regularly. I'm sure you've heard a lot of people say probiotics don't do anything. It's worthless. And what's happening with that is by the time it gets to our intestines where it needs to be to help the poop and all the things, it's been destroyed by a stomach acid. And how they changed the game is they wrapped the probiotic in a pre prebiotic capsule. So the prebiotic protects it and then it can actually help your body and you can actually see changes by taking this probiotic with seed. So start a new healthy habit today by taking seed just like I have. Visit seed.com backslash redhead and use code redhead25 to get 25% off of your first month of seeds DS1 daily symbiotic. Again, that's seed.com backslash redhead. I keep wanting to say backsplash, but that ain't it. Seed.com backslash redhead and use code redhead25 or you can always find the link in our show notes. What did you guys start? So I, it's funny. I texted my mom this this morning because I knew we were going to talk about this. And I asked her, I have a memory of it being after Christmas when I was really, or I'm sorry, after Thanksgiving, the tree would go up when I was really young, but then something changed. And I can't remember if it's just my mom started hosting Thanksgiving for a lot of people um, my aunt Molly moved to the same town as us. So we had like my cousin yep. Abby and Molly and Tim and my family. And so I'm wondering if that's what did it because then all of a sudden the Christmas stuff went up before Thanksgiving because my mom wanted to like have it beautiful for the at Thanksgiving Chris, meal. At Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving like, meal. So it switched. So that we makes started sense. earlier and then for some reason, because I remember it being earlier in my, I remember always having Thanksgiving with a Christmas tree in the background. Yeah. And so maybe that's why I like it. Too. Again, it's really just laziness. If I'm going to bust my butt for five days of putting up trees and home decor, I want to enjoy it longer than four weeks. Yeah. I do. <laughs> That's <laughs> but all I think, it is. I think it all kind of depends on your family. Now, yeah. Like, is now my mom has evolved to Thanksgiving before Christmas. Uh, sorry, because Christmas. Of us? Because of us traveling for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, so we go to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving, and Sue has now started putting her Christmas stuff up before we get there because she wants the kids to like open up gifts and yeah. act like it's Christmas at her house during Thanksgiving. So the kids love it. It's like literally they get two months of Christmas. Yeah. And we'll talk about like how we've set up things later, right? Yeah. Like about why we go to when and why and how we set up boundaries. And yeah, I mean, it's been yep. awesome. But yeah, so, so what about, so here I'll go back to the traditions of yeah. us. We at Thanksgiving was just, I always did Thanksgiving generally at my mom's and my parents were divorced when I grew up. So I was at my house too. So I, up. for the most part, I remember most Thanksgiving still with my mom and my dad would come down at Christmas and I would be at my grandma's and it was always Christmas Eve. 
always Christmas Eve at my grandma's house, mm-hmm. my dad's mom's. Okay. And that was a huge to-do there. It was a big, So that was big, like a big. good meeting spot for your dad to come because yep. your dad wouldn't come to like your mom's house and hang out. No, Y'all no, the, there meet. wasn't, we didn't have joint Christmases. Okay. At, so like, the I know meeting. some families, blended families do that now and that's kind of cool. I think if yeah. you have that relationship, if you are divorced and you can still spend a, a evening together, that's kind of awesome. I think that would be cool for a kid, but my cousin, we didn't do that. My aunt would always have her husband come and they would do Christmas, like opening gifts at her house in the morning. And then he would like leave and they'd her come over to our house. Yeah. Okay. And so when they were divorced all those years, yeah, you know, they would we don't, still yeah. do it. Can't really speak personally yeah. about it. It was just about our family, but it was still yeah. worked out. It was up, there wasn't toxicity and like around Christmas time, but it was good that y'all had a yeah. meeting spot. Though. So I would do that at my grandma's and then we would come back and then it was opening Santa and presents for my mom Saturday morning. And it was a rule. One gift Saturday. at a time. Sorry, Saturday morning, Christmas morning. Okay. Like, for like Christmas always lands on a Saturday, always. right? And your, <laughs> as your kid, it's always a Saturday. Yeah, feels every like day it. is a Saturday during holiday break. But we would do one gift at a time, and you had to wait. Same. Had to wait. Same. On oh, my yeah. family, that's had crazy. To, so do people go nuts and just allow like like rip and roll? I think so, Mike. But I don't wow. understand that. That's not fun. Christmas will be over in twenty minutes. Don't you think? I mean, the way it works for our family, Christmas like Ooh. it takes. So long. So but I love no, it. it takes. I love it. It's, we have like sessions. It's we have like breaks. It's, it's like yeah. a marathon, Christmas marathon. There's times I'm like, can we just open everything, please? No, that's the worst. <laughs> you have to have break for breakfast and then you come back and then you start over again. You, like, you, look, when I came into fun. your family, I did learn that there was a whole nother thing. So the first year, I didn't realize stockings. Okay, we'll talk about stockings because okay. stockings is a thing, yeah, right? I like this. We did stockings at. Um, St. Nick's Day. St. Nick's Day is a German tradition. I know. You yeah. didn't do it during Christmas Day? No. Interesting. No, no, no. Explain, explain St. Nick's so Day. So I can't, I actually don't know the exact day. I think it's, it's like December around 6th. the 7th. Is it 6th? December 6th. 6th or 16th. Honey, you taught me that. How yeah, do you I know. I, know. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't remember the exact day. I'm sorry. I'm like going around like, St. <laughs> Nick's Day is tomorrow. <laughs> it's <laughs> I December 6th. I can't 6th. wait. So St. Nick's Day is this like German tradition where it's like pre-Santa. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to explain I'd never heard of Free it Mike, Santa comes. until I married you. So, but it's a stocking and we would put it, since we didn't have um, a mantle, we would put it on our door handle. And then, and then St. Nick, who is like Santa's, in my mind, it was Santa's cousin. I don't know why I thought that. So strange. I really, I swear that's really what I thought it was. Okay. Santa. I thought it was Santa's cousin. Came by and just gave us a bunch of candy and like one little toy. Right. That's usually how it was. Okay, so it's like, I, I think technically it came, it was a German tradition because I looked into it after yeah. you told me about I'm it like, and you're like, you're our kids need to do St. Nick's Day. And I'm like, what cultish weird thing is this? Yeah. And you're like, no, it's a German thing. Yeah. So I looked into it. It's December 6th and kids would put their shoes outside of their doors. Yeah. And then St. Nick would come and fill it with candy. Yeah. And then, so it was just tiny. It was just small stuff. So my my viewpoint was... Stockings were just, you know, stocking stuff. You put some candy in there. It's and, all junk. It's yeah, you just put a candy in there and call it good. All good, yeah. right? Like, so the first year, first year we did stockings, Jen's like, don't forget the stocking stuffers. So, <laughs> I talked just like that. <laughs> it's so hard and family loves our stockings. We gotta open it up before breakfast because it's so important. That's literally how <laughs> I it was. You. So, so, <laughs> You're so annoying. So, I went to probably my favorite last minute gift place in the world, which is CVS Correct. Pharmacy. Not sponsored, but I wish I had a sponsorship <laughs> yeah. deal. So if you're listening, CVS, reach out because I could pimp out some CVS ass seen <laughs> on TV stuff. <laughs> because yeah, I own all of it. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> but anyway, so I went and bought just some candy and some junk items. And I think you get, this is where the as for seen TV thing is. It was, it's usually joke stuff for me. Mm-hmm. And you were pissed. <laughs> 
I wasn't, I was only pissed if I couldn't use it. You learned really, no, that wasn't why I was pissed, Mike. I've never been pissed at CVS. I was pissed that you would buy me. I did me, it the day of? No, no. Well, yeah. that Because again, I thought there were just whole stocking topic, stuffers. Y'all, they weren't like a on. big deal. My turn to talk. You've had the mic for a long time. When we first met, Mike would go and buy gifts on Christmas Eve. Yo. Oh yeah, I did. That was another tradition. That would put you know what's spiral weird? me because that's it's Christmas Eve. We need to be with the family, hanging out. And no, this I, man's running all over Timbuktu, buying yeah. presents because he didn't put forth effort before. No, I did effort. I was so it mad. Was, but I in my so I don't. You as, don't do as, that as anymore. A single, no, I don't. As a single guy in my mind, it was I liked shopping that day. I don't know why. I had this. I actually genuinely liked going out so that day. And seeing the craziness and being a part of it. And it was something that I actually did like to do. And I didn't realize until it was verbally expressed in a very intentional way. You're like, Mike, when, aggressive you, Mike tone. when you shop on Christmas Eve, you make me feel less than. Because it feels like you don't put time and effort into your presence for me. Yes. No, you didn't say that at all. I didn't say that, but I meant something <laughs> like that. It's true. You're being sarcastic. No, so the thing that I got mad at you about was... My stocking, it wasn't all the, it was just, it was like last minute stuff. No, my stocking was just filled of crap. It was. Like candy and stuff. Yeah, and he garbage. did, he was like, wait, what? It's all just dollar crap that I would never use. And to my, in my mind, that's a waste of money. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel. Yeah. And so I explained that to him and I'm like, hey babe, um, this is how we do stockings in this family. Yeah. And I was like, we do practical gifts, like things we can actually use. Yeah. This is basically like a gift. Like the stocking with everything in it is basically another really great yeah. gift. Jen put a barbecue grill in my stocking. No, I didn't. I mean, it was so... No, I didn't. A propane tank the next year so I could actually use it. It was incredible. Whatever. <laughs> but like a magazine subscription or an eyeliner or a mm-hmm. favorite mascara or maybe office pens that you love or yeah. blue light reading glasses or... Or fuzzy socks Blue or underwear. Light reading glasses. So like, what a, sh- what a scam! It's not. I know you say it's not. It's not. I don't use them. It's not. I know it's. I know you say it's not. So Haley wears them at work. Yeah. Haley's my assistant. If you don't know who I'm talking about, and she, we look at computers a lot. Yeah especially her. And so she wears her blue lights because if she doesn't, she feels super fatigued yeah. and like tired. And so I know I they use, work. I use black lights. What? <laughs> Never mind. All right, back to Christmas. So the stocking, I I'm very much like a practical stock. If you're gonna spend a dollar on me, I'd like it to go towards something I'm actually yep. gonna use. You know, I don't know. I don't want candy. Yep. So we use two practical stuff. Yep. Now the kids is like little dollar toys yeah. and stuff because they like. Those. Well, anyway, but the point is, is your family started this tradition that stockings aren't just like stockings. Crap. These are like these are like legit pre gifts. It's almost yeah. like a gift you would normally give. You yeah. just end up putting in a stocking, it's so it's your pre-tiny, it's like your tiny gifts. Yep. And I, that's, and I learned it. And I kind of like it, because it's just, you know, like, you know, what are we limit our lumbers at? We kind of set boundaries on presents sometimes. Yes. We always blow it. Every single year, we obliterate it, but yes. we still try to stay within it, and those are worse starts. And I think that's fun. I do it's think really it's fun. fun. I'm glad you like yeah. that. I mean, I know it's now. It's, it's just, yeah, it's fun now. I just didn't know. I didn't, again, <laughs> you did, I didn't know. It wasn't communicated to me. Well, but, now you know. So, Okay, so Christmas Day for you, give, give me a rundown how it was in your household because it was, okay. I mean, it's a thing. So it's a huge thing, and I've tried to carry this into my family. Yes. So we grew up in a home that was like long, it's a ranch-style home, so it was long and like a straight line, if you think about it. And yeah. so the family room and the kitchen were like in the middle, right? And then my parents were off to the right little wing, and I the kids were off to the left. And what separated the kids' rooms to the living room was a sliding pocket door. 
And that was like a hallway, you remember, into the back of the rooms. I do. So my parents would shut the pocket door at night on Christmas Eve after we went to bed. And we were not allowed to come through that pocket door until they came and got us. Or we like knocked on it and yelled at them. But usually my parents were good. They were always up before us. We never woke them up. They always came and got us first. And then my dad would always play, uh, what is that, Gene, Gene? I don't know. It's a Christmas. Oh, I'm going to, that Rockefeller, Rockefeller Christmas. Yeah. yeah it's, and he'd play the Rockefeller, that. Yeah, uh, so, and it was the first song that was like, Norman Rockwell. Dashing through the snow. Is it Norman Rockwell? Yes. Norman Rockwell Christmas. Rockwell Christmas. It's obscene. And he would blast that. It was, this is kind of crazy now that I say it out loud, but I have the best memories. I'm telling you every single Christmas of my childhood, he would blast that and then he'd go, okay. And we'd open in that yep. pocket door and we shoot out and we'd see all the gifts for the first time and so my parents always withheld gifts they put a few out for like making our tree look cute with gifts sure but they withheld the majority which is what I continue to do for our kids so whenever they walk out it just looks like an insane amount of gifts to a kid you know what I mean or even to an adult every sometimes. person's gift every cool. person's gift is out there now and it's yeah. just like what and as a kid you're like these are all for me even though they're not you know like they're for my aunts and uncles and grandparents but they right. looked so massive so every single stinking childhood we came out to that song it's such a nostalgic like fun memory and now i force my kids to do it too and they right. don't listen they come out early and then my cd's not playing yet well, speaking it's a CD. of cd <laughs> This was a whole thing yeah. for, oh gosh, what got I mean, five, six years ago, seven years, you were like, we have to do it. Because we didn't do it the first couple of years because we were going to your parents' home. And they did In the it. morning, and then we were, yeah. we were traveling, and then we decided our home. We'll talk about that in a little bit, like why we started to do our home. But you had to have that CD. Had to. And we don't really have a CD player. We don't. Remember, we were yeah. like scrambling. It's because here, I'm going to look again. It's not on, he's not on Norman. It's not on Spotify or anything. Well, we have a CD player now. We just realized you can play it off the Xbox. So that kind of helped. But <laughs> a CD. Norman, is it Rockwell? Rock Rockefeller. No, Rockwell. no, Norman Rockwell. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's an old school CD. It's not available on any streaming service, but it was it is it's a it's yeah. a very nineties sound. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like a big choir. And it's a little manic, but it's a good way to wake up. It is manic. Yeah. I would say that too, but I love it so much. It's so nostalgic. It's called Norman Rockwell. I'm looking at it on eBay. Norman Rockwell Christmas Homecoming. That's what it is. Yeah. Christmas Homecoming. I mean, everyone's favorite. Well, then, why don't I look? I'm I mean, that thing up. is number, trending on the charts. It's going to be Taylor Swift this year. We <laughs> know that. Whatever. Don't even get me started <laughs> on Taylor Swift. Okay. Anyways, what about you? Do you you do you have any memories of? Oh, you because that was hard. I know you guys didn't do anything like that because the first time I visited at your house, remember I was having a very difficult time being away from my parents well, you, during Christmas. I cried. I was pregnant. It was cried so at emotional. You went the to pastor the pastor was talking about a squirrel, squirrel, like a story about a squirrel. And yeah. I was like, why are we talking about a squirrel on Christmas Eve? <laughs> like I was so upset. I was emotional and pregnant. I was crying was, in the bathroom. It, it was a weird, it was like a weird year. And I don't know weird. why, like, did did my sister not was my sister not there? I don't know. We didn't end up not, we ended up going to a random church. I don't even know why we went to this random church. We went to this this small church that was a denomination that we were not even, but it is yep. a Christian church. We're like, well, look, whatever. Let's just go. It's Christmas Eve. Let's 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 just do it. And yep. so we went in, and it was it was the probably the most um, interesting service that we've had. And, and a, it was crazy, and it didn't feel like home. And I was 
I like look back and I was being, I want to say like I was being a huge brat, but also it was my first Christmas ever away from my family. And I was very pregnant. So I want to say I was a brat, but also I was just being hormonal and pregnant. And so I was crying. I was trying not to cry in front of Mike. I was falling in the bathroom. Someone came and checked on me, worked at the church. Like a man was like, are you okay, honey? I'm like, yeah, I'm just pregnant. And just motion out silly, you know, (laughs) trying to like talk myself down. But then like we woke up on Christmas and everyone like, was like doing stuff in the kitchen and i'm like what are we we're supposed to be in jammies like opening gifts like it was weird i think this is the first time that you had a transition from childhood to adulthood because your brothers at the time you had one brother was still in high school right so it was a very yeah it was very different you're right i was missing my family they were all doing christmas without me that's how i felt and and this is like hey welcome to halt there are no kids like that morning, my sister didn't have my nephews there, right? So it wasn't yeah. like this wake up and everything's going. It's just adults doing Christmas. And it's part of the joy of, of Christmas is in childhood. And that's when yeah. things shift and change and you kind of evolve well, your mental. Your, your, no, correct me if I'm wrong. Our Christmases feel just like my childhood Christmases well, because I make them. <laughs> because we have kids. Yeah. If if we're doing, when our kids, if we, when they're like out oh, of the home without that? kids and we're yeah. still doing this, we're, we're, Gonna, they're gonna say we're weird. I'm gonna do. So we're still gonna kidding? be doing this. Yes, it'll be just be me and you. Honey, we and you're gonna make me walk hands. out. Hey, hey, you lady, and you're like, Michael, get back to your room. Santa, Santa just brought the gifts. Yes, well, I will. That would bring me joy <laughs> if you let me do that. I'm walking down with it. Hold on, let me let me press the elevator button. We have an elevator. Well, I'm gonna have one of those stair elevators. That's gonna bring oh, me down. Oh, the stair chair. Yeah, I want a stair chair. Even I if I'm like, not. Dang, we have an elevator. Even even. If I don't need it, I want it. Same. Like when I'm 80, I'm like, I don't want to walk these stairs. I kind of want one now. (laughs) I, you know, why not? It'd be nice. You could text, like get a couple texts out while you're writing. How would you beautify that? I mean, it's like right in the middle. So you just own it? You don't it. Maybe put some cushions on it. Yeah. Maybe get a dumb waiter. You can like cramp myself in it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If y'all haven't seen The Watcher, you need to watch it. It's such a good show. dumb waiter. Was it on Netflix? What was it on? What Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. The Watcher is very good. You should watch yeah. it. Anyways, yeah. I do. Love I love the re- I love the fact that they totally resolved everything at the end. I mean, everything's completely. Don't give solved. anything away. Completely solved. Don't at the give end anything of it. away. You, spoiler alert. He's <laughs> no being spoiler. sarcastic, but still. I didn't say that. How would you know that? Because oh, I right. watched hey, it. Hey, can I tell about one tradition? I love that my that yeah. my dad started, and I do love this. Do this it. is one that Jen seriously thought we had issues. Because it was so different than what she experienced, and this is one she didn't get it. I didn't get it. Well, about about our about Santa coming on Christmas Eve. No, I got it. It was just kind of morbid, and <laughs> Santa is like an old drunk guy with <laughs> diseases. No, I don't know. No, no, no Santa, <laughs> Santa, Santa, Santa's usually Eastern European and has an alcohol problem yeah. in our family. So. <laughs> I'm like maybe a little senile. So my dad and, and all their kids know this isn't the real Santa. We know this. This is yeah, not the real. It's Santa. Not the real Santa, guys. Know, yeah, yeah. So this isn't the real Santa. This is our family tradition, Santa. Right. So we dress up. I dress up now. This year's transition well, last year. To well, me, hold on. Was, it was your dad. So talk about your dad. So first. my dad started this. It was at my grandma's, and I already said this on the Christmas Eve. We would go there, and this was where all my cousins and all my family would be. There was a big. There's probably forty people there, but Santa would come and 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 would you know, knock on the windows and jingle the bells. And my dad, you know, it was actually this whole thing that started this. My dad would say, got to go get seven up. Always was seven up for some reason. <laughs> We're out of seven up and ice. Oh, you say go. that to like the group? Yeah, everyone. Okay. Hey, everybody. 
we're out of seven up and ice. And that was the code word that. I could totally see your dad <laughs> saying it just like that too. Just making sure everyone knows he's leaving. <laughs> Gotta know you're leaving. So he'd leave and it was awesome. And it was actually, it means a kid, I would, you know, I, you know, kind of picked up on it and kind of didn't. So he'd leave, they go to the garage, everyone change. It was, it was like, and he changed back. And, and then my uncle's, what also was happening is my dad and my uncle and generally some of the older adults, males would go to the garage and probably have a couple drinks out there too just like preparing and then santa would come in and santa was was fun it's santa was crazy (laughs) i remember when i first witnessed it i was like what is happening he would love it so much mike senior was hilarious hilarious but the way he would act is like literally like he was wasted and he'd be like falling all over the place and he had like a pillow for like a belly but it'd slide down to like his front Santa, part. Santa talks a little bit like this. He kind of sounds like the Wisconsin prospector. He sounds like a wasted Wisconsin prospector. What, and so all the kids are kind of looking at him like, what is wrong with this person? And I'm just looking at Vaughn like with my shrug, like hands up. I'm like, it's so, I don't want to tell him it's Santa. <laughs> Well, it's not, I mean, it's uh, it's our Santa. It's our fun yeah. Santa. So that came, I didn't think it was, I mean, I thought it was weird. I didn't see like why. No, you I just thought it was different. <laughs> you know, I did. I'm all for fun and games, but well, if you, he looks like he has an alcohol but, but problem. You were, but it was fun because my my dad's really goofy and he would like, yeah. he'd make, he'd sing Jingle Bells. And he oh, the start, kids loved he'd it. He'd start doing the twist as he's doing Jingle Bells and then dancing and doing, yeah. you know, like disco dancing. Yeah. And then remember, he always has to use the bathroom and it ends up like in a closet somewhere because he can't find the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, it just the story gets deeper and deeper about it's what he awesome. would do. It was hilarious. Anyway, so last year, I was past the baton. At the age of 45 years old, I was past the baton, and I, yeah. I, I mean, I still, I still, you, I think you were were concerned about. Are you going to do it? Well, he had my my Santa. I brought the Eastern European descent of it. Remember, I told you it was a Turkish. I think it's what it was. See, Santa just, Claus. He was talking talk like this. It's Everything. just weird, guys. That's Italian. The see, it's just weird, y'all. <laughs> It's just messed up because our kids are looking at Santa like, what the heck's wrong with him? Why is but he talking funny? But it's like deep you know fake that Santa. jolly, that jolly, happy, rosy cheeked Santa. It just poops on it, and it makes it this weird. It is hilarious. Human. Tell me, you did not laugh? I laughed out of awkwardness of <laughs> what did what is what is going on? All right, maybe if, if no, I'm Santa was, this year again, I'm going to share a couple clips this year if you can because I I, I think I have a, in the past. I honestly think it was an Academy Award winning type of okay you of need role. to do it again I because really we do. still have vivi vivi will run from you she will not sit on your lap or talk to you as santa there's no way the ki- other kids will know exactly who you are so you only have one <laughs> other kid they left. already know yeah Vaughn and berkeley know already yeah. That, yeah. That, that that that's this is this, this is the fake like santa. Said, we we t- this is deep fake santa like it's me pretending i'm santa that's how like it's okay this is because santa who means santa can't come out on the 23rd yeah, you can't. That'd be the twenty so fourth. I mean, the kids know it's yeah. percent. It's a it's a messenger from the real Santa. Yeah, and he's yeah. here. We have a lot of good traditions, so I think we'll pause here. In part two, we can dissect a few of the traditions that we have held on to, right. as well as things that I can only speak on behalf of me, and Mike can speak on behalf of him. But I'm also going to dive into things that I've done as far as boundaries I've set and things and. I guess, tricks that I've done around Christmas time that keeps me less stressed. So we'll kind of dive into that. How do you manage stress around such a crazy, busy, fun season of life? Keyword fun, right? It's supposed to be fun. And that's the point is if it's not fun and if it's stressful, you ain't doing something right and you can fix it. You can fix it. Before we go, we forgot one thing. What? It's time for Jar Weird Questions. Jar of Weird Questions. 
and we got a whole new batch of them. Here we go. This is, this I think is a good one for you. And I know you could probably have a whole podcast on this one, but I want oh, you to great. keep it. Like, I think this could maybe stem into another subject. Okay, Jen. This one comes from Cindy A19, 8913. Okay, Cindy A19. We don't need to call him out. Well, I'm going to. All right. If you could live in any decade, which would it be and why? And then part um, two, how old would you be in that era? 1950s. Okay. 18. An 18-year-old in the 1950s. An 18-year-old at 1950s. Well, you'd be married. Mm-mm. <laughs> Just kidding. 18, starting at 1950, so that means I'd be in 1960, I'd be 28. Yeah. Maybe I'd be 18 and 55. Okay, why? 18 and 55. And that way I could be So like basically your grandma's age. In the 60s. So why? I think it's fascinating to see the stark differences of the 50s to the 60s. I really want to see the movement of like the housewife and the expectations of women take a rapid turn into the 60s of like the fun movement in the tight skirts and showing more body and being like, holy crap, that's scandalous and people in up. I just want to see, I want to see how that was because it's such a stark difference as far as like just, I don't know, I don't like feminism, I guess, but I, I've always been fascinated to watch like you literally have the leave it to beaver family and in the 60s was all like leading into the 70s, which was, you know, Woodstock and- I think some of us, our minds are, are, we think what we see on TV and movies and stuff. No, it's true. I've talked to my grandma about it. And I think you like the, I mean, I know you like the aesthetics of the 50s. I do. And the 60s. And the 70s. I like 50s, 60s, 70s. I'm obsessed with all of it. But I remember, I even talked to my grandma about like the 50s and she was like, it's such a, it was such a simpler time and like, you know, morals were intact and like, you know, like just very, (laughs) you know, her view on it. There was a more black and white. I mean, I think yeah. there was less. I just want to see that. Hey, no social media. Yeah. No I just internet. Wanna, I just want to see that. Like, would I be like this rebel because I have like a mouth on me and I'm not dainty? I don't know. I just think it'd be kind of fun. Like, let's oh. go, let's go back and shake. Let's be, shake things up. You'd be the marvelous up. Miss Mabel. Mazel. Yes. Mazel. Yeah. Let's just That's drop I mean. me in 1955 <laughs> so I can shake things up a bit. I don't know. Like, I think it'd be you, fun. I like that show. You do remind me of that character. Ma- Miss Mazel? Or that character reminds me of you. Yes. She's she's sharp, and she's she's pretty like you. She's very pretty. Yeah, you're prettier. No, she's prettier. No. Don't lie to my face right you're, now. I'll come across this I can guest say bedroom. You're prettier bed. All right, what about you? Guest <laughs> <laughs> bedroom bed right that's, now. You know, it's that's a that's a tricky question because there there are different eras, and the weird thing is, is I'm like probably going to say my grandparents era which was the 40s which went through world war ii and the crazy thing is is probably would mean i was in world war ii which is like who wants to be in that war but there was such a different generational and pivotal change in society through that as well mm-hmm. so there is an aspect of you know the industrialism and the you know the the belief of patriotism and mm-hmm. the common goal and fighting fascism and like really having something that people had a common understanding mm-hmm. of Kind of, you know, there's a lot of like gray areas that we, you know, that aren't talked about in textbooks and obviously in war and stuff. But, and I haven't been through it. It's just, it's just, I don't know why that war seemed different and, and that era seemed different. But again, it's the nostalgic aspect of probably, um, knowing your grandparents and also like wanting to like see what things were like were with there yet. Like, and then going yeah. even older, it becomes almost just like textbooks. I don't know. Like, do I, I don't think I don't want to live in the, in like the, ter- like, 
like, like to a first century. It seems like it'd be really hard and awful. No electricity. Well, also, I'm anxious <laughs> to see, like, do you notice how, like, I, I see it in men and women, but especially women. You know how the women, like, talk different back in the 40s and 50s, too? Like, they that. sound more, like, proper and feminine. Like, listen to Marilyn Monroe talk. Listen to... Oh, you mean the actresses? Same with, same with the actors. Well, no, all of them. Yeah, all everyone, Women, every- they just talk, listen to, like, ads from the 1950s and stuff. But it's not just women. It was, just, it was all Yeah, actors, that's what I said. All people. No, all people, not yeah, actors. Yeah. But, like, it was just crazy. Like, they even talk, like, more perma proper. They don't have, like, uh... You know what I mean? They don't have, like, filler words. It's just Well, weird. they did. But they didn't. They didn't display that on TV and ads. People still had slang and vernacular yeah, that was that was. There. It was just what you heard. Yeah. Again, that's this true. is what like in film. It's true. Everydayism. It's just like when your when your teacher when you're a kid said you can't write like you talk because that's improper English. That's not proper writing. Oh no, I'm I'm talking about even like changed. interviews and stuff, Mike. It it didn't. People do like that in interviews now. Like that's how people talk. But interviews back then, it was just more, it's just more, I don't know, I'm just excited. I would more formal. be excited. Yeah, it's more more formal. For, it was more formal. It was more traditional. Right Very traditional, Very more traditional. formal. I don't know if it's a weird question, but I'm saying that I know this is something you've talked about a lot of times because you always bring it up during Mad, you love Mad Men. I love Mad yeah. Men. I'm telling you, 50s you and 60s, Miss, I want to hit both Maisel, of them. Maisel, you always are like, what would it be like to live during then? I want to live from 55 to 65. I want to go back yep. there. I think that'd be really cool. No, I do what like, a good question. I do like the cars of that era. So that's one thing I would say in the 60s, the cars. Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. Well, on that note, <laughs> season, no, season two. Well, I cannot get filming and seasons out of my head. Okay. Part two is ready to be listened to. We will dive into stressors of the holidays, how we manage it, and maybe some yep. tricks that you could use if you're getting stressed out in the holiday, maybe things you haven't thought about, or it could be just a big old pile of veeping garbage of advice. Who knows? But... It's ready to be listened to. Because maybe you'll do what we do, and you're going to be like, this is the worst. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the worst. I'm never listening to anything if, they say And if that's again. the it case. It could be that. And if it is the worst, give us a five-star review. <laughs> and even if it's not, give us a five. Even if you love it, give us a five-star review. Because that's how we'll know. The only way we're going to okay. be able to hear if you didn't like the advice is five-star review this. Okay. <laughs> All right. And with that, goodbye, guys. See ya. You, Me, and Mike is a production of The Rambling Redhead from 13 Media. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. While you're at it, leave us a five-star rating while you're there. Have an idea for a topic you'd like us to discuss? Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or send us a message on Instagram. We would love to share your idea on the show. For a daily dose of our crazy lives, follow us on Instagram at The Rambling Redhead and at Mike Todrick. And catch No Moreno on HGTV. Remember, part two is ready to be listened to right now, so go do that.